I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Billboard Sharpie Podcast. Gary Trust here with Radio Hall of Famer, Z100's Elvis Duran. Hi, Gary. This is, all right, so just so everyone knows our, our, our resumes, you're on the Radio Hall of Fame. I'm recording in an iHeart studio for the first time since the company fired me 11 years ago. Oh, oh look, vengeance is yours. I, I feel like they're going to come in at any moment and then kick me out and find out I'm here. Or they're going to fire me at any moment, all too. Right. I'll, I'll join your... We'll, we'll, we'll talk quickly. I'll join your club very soon, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so so real quick, we'll we'll get this in. Thank you. It, it's an honor to have you on. Always. Well, I, it's an honor to be with you again. You were saying you're a big Billboard fan. I've been a Billboard fan, Billboard magazine, since I was a kid. I used to ride my bike up to the public library in McKinney, Texas. I would copy off the Hot 100 because I didn't. I, I asked Santa Claus for a subscription to Billboard one year, but Santa told me it was way too expensive. <laughs> so I'd copy off the one Hot 100, then I would immediately drive my ride my bike over to Johnny's Music Shop, and I would buy the singles that I didn't already have on the Billboard Hot 100. I always had the Hot 100 at my disposal at yeah. all times. I don't know why, but yeah. I, I always did. Is it part of uh, some sort of, uh, you have to be, uh, like Billboard, people at Billboard, we're very, I don't know if OCD is the word, but we, we like that order, and that's why I guess we it like could have been the that, It could have been that, but also I had my own little radio station in my bedroom, right? And so I wanted to make sure I had all the hits. But so when I see Billboard, Billboard magazine, this is—I mean, it's still here. It's the only one that's still around. You know, eighteen ninety-four. I know. Started. That's when I started. Eighteen ninety-four. <laughs> Billboard's been around since eighteen ninety-four. Yeah. What did they do in eighteen ninety-four? It was. It started. Uh, it was called Billboard Advertising, and it it started by uh, covering advertisements on billboards around different towns, like when circuses. Came oh, and to when town. did it evolve into a music-based? Chart based I, around 1940 were the first charts, and then like the what, were the, what were the songs that were number one back then? Like she'll be coming around the mountain. I mean, what? <laughs> Tommy Dorsey. We always say it was the first number one on the first sheet music chart, 1940. Oh, so sheet music first, sheet and, music. and then recording. And then there was record sales, 1940. That's so cool. I didn't yeah. know. No, so, I've, I've learned something on this podcast. Vaudeville, it goes way back. 
That's so cool. All right. Now we know. I don't know what else I can teach you, I think. think That's a lot. My brain's about to explode. All right. Uh, Speaking of brain exploding topics. Yes. I I know people listen to your show ultimately for fun, for escape, but everyone is talking about the election. Politics. You, uh, I think it was the day after the election, you guys were talking about, or maybe it was a few days after, how... Everyone, it seems where you go on Facebook, on Twitter, is is talking about um, we all want a good life going forward in this country. And you're saying that uh, you guys had a whole conversation about that's important, but there's also an element of remembering what you're fighting for so that if you're trying to make sure that everything is good in your life going forward, that you actually take time to enjoy time and you don't get too caught up in it. Do you feel like... Uh, we're not even at January 20th yet. That's still something we need to think about. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all that. I've never seen in, in, in my life, I've never seen an election like this one yeah. uh, where and it really went beyond the, the candidates. It turned into us. All of my, fr- a lot of my friends, a lot of people I work with, they fights, they fights would erupt and it, it actually turned into a situation for months and months about, well, I'm right and you're wrong. Who's right? Who's wrong? If you have an opinion, you're not allowed to have that opinion and I'll get mad at you. And it was awful. It still is today. It has not subsided even after the results have been published. I mean, President-elect uh, Trump is going into office whether anyone likes it or not. So, you know, but it, it doesn't mean, you know, if you're against his ideas that you can't have a voice because he is now a public servant, which he's never been before, I don't right. think. It's going to be interesting. But no, I people were just mad at each other. The whole country was just mad. I mean, road rage was up and assaults were up and it, it, it was crazy. And so as you opened up this question about our show being a place for escape and entertainment, I tried to keep it on that center line during the election without us falling either to the left or to the right. And I didn't vote for either of them. Okay. Now, I'll tell you why. It's because of all the fighting. It was all because of all the negativity that was going on in this election. There was no room for debate. It, it was very rare that the two of us could sit down and actually have a, a, an educated conversation about it. It was also, it was always a, well, you suck. How dare you vote for her or how dare you vote for him? So, therefore, I didn't tell anyone who I was voting for. Okay. And then when the final two came up for vote, I didn't want to vote for either one of them. So I didn't. And I got into a little bit of trouble over that. Well, do you expect that it'll be like this from January 20th through maybe the next four years? I don't know. I hope not. I, there's got to there's gotta be a way this, could, this can calm down. It hasn't calmed down yet. But uh, we'll see. I'm hoping that everyone puts on a different hat and we can get through this. Can I ask you as an openly gay person mm-hmm. on the air? You've talked about that. We have a vice president-elect from Indiana, a state with laws limiting LGBT rights. Right. Does that bother you? Yeah, it does. Well, it, but look, I have no problem with someone who disagrees with my life, disagrees with anyone's ideology, ideology, I can't talk, or religious freedoms or whatever. Look, that's your right to feel that way. But once laws start right. coming down across the land that are an umbrella of laws above all of us, then I have a problem, as I should. Right. I think that's kind of the thinking that we're all, or most people are, are on edge about what might change once the administration does. Well, exactly. But Gary, keep in mind that the the president and the vice president, this is this is not royalty. This is not a, a dictatorship. They are, just because they have an opinion about anything, 
uh, that goes any way. It doesn't mean the land will become that. It, there's more to the system than that. I happen to know personally that Donald Trump does not have a problem with gay people. Um, but does that mean our rights will be taken away? I don't know yet. That's not solely up to him or his vice president. I mean, if you think about it, that's the way it's set up. I hope it stays that way. Right. You've you've had Trump on the show. You know him, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not best of friends, but I've had him on the show several times. Yeah. For people who have never met him, what what is he like? What do you he was like, but keep in mind, he wasn't running for, he was not officially running for president last time I had him on this show. He's great. He's, he's a fantastic showman, and I had him on the show as a showman. I did not have him on as a politician, because we, like I said, we didn't know he was running for president at that time. He was at that time hosting... The biggest show in NBC's history. So, um, you know, that's how I know him. There's hope for you to be president, Elvis. As a, no, as I don't a, want the as job. A, as a media you know, star. And that's what's kind of sad. When I was a kid, you know, the thought of being president was an honor. But now it's like, ooh, I don't know if I want that job. I, I, I'm hoping that soon we'll see it come back to center and be more of an honorable position for everyone. Is there anything you would ask him if you had him on the air tomorrow? I, I, I have to think about that. You're putting me on the spot. I don't know. I could think about that. And what would I ask Donald Trump? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think in some ways you just kind of said it, that you are waiting to make sure that there is, there's honor and, and people's rights are protected. Absolutely. And, and he as president knows that. He knows that he's going to have to look out for everyone's, everyone's life. Uh, and not everyone can be happy. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's going to make some decisions that all of us are going to hate and some of us or all of us are going to love. I, I don't know. We'll see when we get there. I'll say uh, one one really good thing that that you you're actually uh, attached in some ways to the name. You have the um, uh, the Elvis Trump's cancer charity. Yes, with, with Eric Trump, his son Eric Trump and Eric Trump Foundation. We we got involved with St Jude Children's Research Hospital through Eric, and so every year we have a walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. We raise a lot of money for an incredible institution, St Jude Children's Research Hospital, and uh, all of the donations go directly to the hospital. And uh, we also do some other fundraising with him too. Absolutely. So I do know Eric. Uh, very well. He, he and Laura, his wife, are good friends of mine. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens. Absolutely, we all will. Right. That's all I'm can... hoping for the best. That's, you know, that's what we're when, doing. A, when, a, uh, when a couple is marching down the aisle to get married, you just hope and pray for the best. There's got to be hope there. That's that's Trump in America right now? We're, we're all walk, of us we're, in we're America. We're walking down the aisle. Absolutely. Altogether. Absolutely. All right. The show has become, I feel like it's become maybe the main stop for major artists on promo rounds. Um, 10 million listeners is what people reach when they come on the show. And it's one thing and a great thing to go on The Tonight Show or or any other show. But with you, uh, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, uh, they come on and maybe for 45 minutes, you'll just chat with them. Might not even play any music. People get to hear a side of these artists that they wouldn't in another uh, setting. Do, do you feel like this has kind of become the hub of of musicians in some way? Yeah, and for many reasons. And one main reason is what you just brilliantly, beautifully described. We have time. Right. You know, when you do, go do a, a, the Tonight Show, it's a great show and what a fantastic place to premiere your music. But you only have like four or five minutes and then you got to go because that's the nature of TV. Here, 
I, I could have an artist on for three hours if they have time and, and, and if they're interesting, you know. So having time to actually go beneath the music and go under the hood and talk to them about what motivates them, not only with their music, but in their lives. What, what passions do these artists have? And I, I think that helps people solidify their relationship with the artists. That always is what it seems to me when you're interviewing anyone, whether it's Lady Gaga or a listener calling in it it always goes back to just what's what's on their mind about their life it's never it's never just talk about your new album they're always there's always just this level of humanity well, sometimes people forget that their album really has a lot to do with their lives so if if i have um um zane malik come in like we had the other day right. i don't want to just talk to him about the songs on his album i want to talk about his life so that it helps us figure out how he writes the songs that are on his album and uh i think that's a, another missing link to the story when you when you can't spend time with them like we do. And that's that doesn't seem to be what radio is like nowadays. Everything is just quick hits, move forward, forward momentum. You don't want people to be bored. You're totally uh, Well, going I'm not promising way. our listeners aren't bored from time to time. <laughs> it's not always uh, something for everyone or everything for everyone. When we first started doing the show, we played 13 songs an hour. Now yeah. we're down to three or four. Yeah. And uh, I still like having a song or two uh, in the mix to give us a chance to reset, regroup. Uh, I, it's been talked about and thrown around from time to time. Well, what if you eliminated all music from your show? I don't, I don't think I want to do that. I like the foundation that music brings to our show. I think it's great. It also gives you a break for 10 minutes an hour. Well, it does, but we're not really breaking. We're actually you know, thinking about what the hell we're going to do next because yeah. we don't plan... 15 20 minutes out we plan five minutes before yeah yeah we, we we don't plan things here is is everyone a good interview or sometimes you have to really dig a lot harder to get something, from something? i don't know you know what and, and i love that question i haven't thought about that but now that i'm thinking about it the past four years when these past four years have been our interview days i can't think of an, a really bad interview i mean everyone has something to say some of them say it louder or with more panache or in a more fun manner right there have been a few people who have come through that maybe needed a little more media training before they hit the road running. But even even them, we can find something to talk about with them. It, and if if, if 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 it's not going extremely well, if it's not extremely dy- dynamite and dynamic, we, we can say thank you for coming in and play their song and no harm done. Right. There, there's such a, especially for younger art, I, I still remember, I guess it was three years ago, this interview always stood out with me. I, I guess it was Ariana Grande's first time. On Z100. Right. And you were telling her, you, you were basically convincing her how talented she was and how much her life was going to change. And she, it almost seemed like she didn't believe it or she didn't know that that was going to happen. You you have this father figure element. You're the father of today's pop stars. You know, when you were a kid and your parents said to you, well, one day you're going to have to pay bills. You're going to understand you can't stay up all night. You don't hear it when you're that age. You right. don't hear it or understand it until you experience it. Now you bring Ariana Grande back on the show today and, I repl- and I'll play that back for her. She'll go, you were right. Yeah. You know, but you can't, you can't tell them what they need to experience on their own, you know? Any best interviews ever in your entire career? You know, what? I, I get asked that all the time, and I, just, I can't answer it because we've had so many great interviews. The last interview was the best one. Yeah. You know, they're all great. They're all fantastic. Any any regrets about anything you've ever said on the radio, or is it is that what's great about radio? Whatever happens, happens, and you're, if it doesn't work, you're like Johnny Carson. You just you laugh it off. And, yeah, I just or, move or, or on. I mean, it's, it's so silly to sit there and regret anything in life or on the show. There have been times I've gone on a little too long about something and said something i should not have said and maybe there's a a tinge of regret in there but yeah 
I'm not going to go back and relive it. But it all comes from uh, everything. From what I know of you, you you seem like you just want people to feel good. You're it's always to seems seems like everything you say comes from a, a good hearted place. It does, but sometimes you know, in trying to be funny or trying to you know be sassy, something will come out, and you and you just oh god, why did I say that? I've got a big mouth. It doesn't happen a lot, but it happens every once in a while. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think another uh, bit of the magic of, of the show is how you guys can surf from uh, totally being silly to something serious. This morning, you're talking about inappropriate Christmas gifts that my, my family's listening. I'm not going to mention right. what some of them were. <laughs> That's just what our show does. Of course, I always do it in a way to make sure people understand I'm not here to uh, down, uh, down talk the Bible. That's not my, my point. My point this morning about the Bible was this. On a show like ours, a mass appeal show that really doesn't fall into any religious category or political category, hopefully. Uh, if you bring up the Bible on a mass appeal show, people start to get nervous because they think you're going to talk about something that makes them nervous, and that's religion or organized religion. Some people cannot handle that. A lot of people are totally fine with it. That's how they live their lives. My point on the show today was the the Bible you know even though it is to so many so many people the holiest of of books ever it's also a piece of literature which i think you know, no matter what religion you could be uh signed up with or maybe you're an atheist it's still a good read it's in even if it's, uh, it's something you don't agree with maybe christianity isn't your thing i still think reading the bible gives you a perspective of Christians, and it's nothing. There's nothing wrong with knowing that, and there's nothing wrong with knowing about Judaism or being Muslim or whatever. It's it's good to know what people are going through. But I brought it up, and people get nervous. I, yeah. I can see your your hearts beating a little faster because I'm talking about the Bible. No, not at all. You're I, all, you're a nervous wreck. You're sweating I, like a pig over we're, there. We're gonna we're gonna edit this part out. Hello, people don't edit this out. Don't even hear if this. you edit this out, I'll be so upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. People just heard it. They, they know we did. But the Bible's a book, and you should read it, and it could be as holy for you as you wish or not. But, but I think I think some people were maybe brought up thinking that our way is the right way. So you've got people's lifetimes of thinking that you can't think another way. Well, That's, this goes back to the election we just right. had. If you don't vote for my candidate, you're wrong. Well, no, there is room for opinion on both sides, and that's what made me really sad about this election. 
But with respect, obviously, we've seen so much hate speech and, and hate crimes. That's right. when it gets into that level. Of, people get disrespectful right. about people who have a different opinion or a different religion. And I think we've got to get away from that and understand there's room for all of us as long as we're not hurting each other. But how do you how do you convince someone, whether it's someone who... Through example. Yeah. There's really no other way. I can sit here and yell at you until the, the cows come home about how you should only be a... You, sh- you should open your mind to Christianity and Judaism and... In different religions, I can do that. You're not going to want to do that until you see people who are open-minded to all religions and see, hey, that's not so bad. It's kind of cool. Having a, a great perspective on a religion that's not mine actually makes me appreciate my religion more. You know, When the Catholic Church years ago was going through all of these awful stories about priests and child molestation and this and that, my, my very unpopular uh, line on that was, this is good for the Catholic Church because it makes people rethink their faith. Right. It makes people rethink and rededicate to what is real about their beliefs. Even though it, these are awful things that are happening and people should be punished if they're hurting someone, the positive side, it makes people think. You can get out of your rut for one minute and look at your forest and not your trees. I feel like that is also true with the country right now. People who've never considered themselves political or, or have taken freedoms for granted, this is maybe a chance for us all to think about that and, and what we need to do. About well, that. I hope it gets into that, and this is our opportunity to do that. I'm hoping we have more opportunity to spark that a little more. Where does this uh, looking on the bright side of everything come from with you, Elvis? Well, I guess it's pretty simple. Why do I want to look on the bad side? I mean, that sucks. <laughs> Look, we all have our bad days. I have my bad days. I throw sharp objects and throw chairs from time to time, but that's being a human, you know, and, but there's so many great things we have going for us. And even people at their lowest of low, you know, uh, they have things that they should be thankful for. They are blessed in other ways. And so that helps them get through the dark times, I think. And you've always said that too. It's not the the, the excitement for you. While it's great, you're, you're interviewing artists and, and, and celebrities who come in, you you said you really like when uh, just someone who's driving to work, maybe having a bad day, going to a job they don't like, they hear you short for five minutes, lifts them up. That means so much to you. That's all we do here. We're not here to do anything but that. That's our sole mission on this on this show is to make people think, make people uh, feel, and make people happy as much as we can. And it's a great team. It's uh, you guys all. It's such a yeah. They're okay. They're okay. No, nah. no. Actually, this is my favorite team we've ever had yeah. uh, in the existence of this show. Absolutely, we love each other very much. Are you are you actually a morning person? No, did it take a while. I'm to... a night guy. Yeah. No, I, some mornings I get up here and you can hear me waking up on the air, and it doesn't sound good. I'm coughing up phlegm and just <laughs> I've got mush mouth. Yeah. And no, I'm. I love to stay up late. So this is not for me. So do you get enough sleep? You, no. No, you never do. Who does? No one gets enough sleep. What are you, crazy? Shouldn't you? Do you Wouldn't get you? enough sleep? No, of course I don't. None of us do. We're all stupid. How late do you go to bed? Sometimes it's 11, 12. And what time do you get up? Like four or something. Okay. Yeah. Do you nap during the day? Sometimes. Yeah, when I can. No, we don't We don't have enough sleep. And I go out at night and I drink and I abuse myself. And no, it's 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 not, it's a very unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah, but I'm having fun. <laughs> I'd rather do that than go to bed at 7 o'clock. Who wants to do that? 
Yeah, I, I I tried to do mornings for for a few months in one job. I I could never get used. It's to It's the it. worst. Yeah, you never get used to it, Gary. And how late do you stay here? Do you don't you don't leave right at? 10 no, I'm only here on. late today because you came in. You're actually ruining my day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. No, I leave. It's, it's eleven something now. I usually leave here around, but between eleven and twelve. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep. So going. you're good. You're we'll, good. You we'll can keep, go as long as you want. We'll keep going. You have forty five more minutes. We'll keep going quickly. I, no, take your time. I We're promise. good. Um, are you talkative off the air? Some, yes. Some, Can you tell? Yes, I figured that was the answer. But some radio people, they might talk for four hours and then they're they're just complete hermits. Well, no, as soon as I get off the air, though, no, I don't like to talk. Like Stephen Levine, my partner in crime over here. Yes. My best friend and business partner. Stephen's great for anyone listening. But he'll get here at the show and he'll start these conversations with me. I'm like, oh, what? What do you want? Or we'll have to get into the car and go up to NBC, the Today Show, or whatever. And he's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And furthermore, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Forgetting that I was just a machine gun of words for four hours, he's getting ready to get his day started. So I try my best to accommodate. But you're not you're not one of those personalities who's really shy off the air and avoids people. And you Sometimes. Keep alive you take me to a party where I don't really know anyone. I, I, I am an introvert. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if, I, am I, if I'm put into a situation where I really don't have a set schedule of things to talk about. Uh, sometimes I get very shy. Career highlight of yours. Was it being, is this being true? here with you right now, no, Gary? It, it can't be that. Was it, was it, is this true? Were you in Die Hard with a Vengeance? <laughs> yeah, there's a highlight. <laughs> you know, they wanted Howard Stern to play the part of this radio guy. And he immediately said, no. Then our morning guy on Z100 at the time, John Lander, they asked him and he was out of town. They said, well, go get the afternoon guy. What's his name? Elvis Duran. So they took us to the WNEW studios to film this very short scene, but a very pivotal scene in Die Hard 3 with Vengeance. And I did it. I still get checks for like 49 cents. Yeah. Was there a 49 cents? I know when China's watching, I get a 49 cent check for Die Hard. But was there a script? Did you have to method act? Did it was you... all method. Yeah. The yeah. guy just came in and said, here, you're doing this. Say this. Okay, bye. It was very low key. Yeah. All right, so you're about 40 years into radio now? I was 18. Well, no, I was 14 when I started. I'm now 52. So, oh, my God. Wow. Sorry to round up. No, I'm okay. It's, not, it's almost 40. I'm okay. I'm doing okay for a 52-year-old guy. You look great. Thank Obviously, you. everyone's talking about that. I feel awesome. Yeah? I do. Better than ever. Nice. Lost 140 pounds. Had the operation, the, the, the sleeve done. I feel fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't look like you put anything back on. The discipline no. is, is, is good after? No, I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm the, the one in 20 people who have this operation who doesn't have to fight it. I'm, yeah. I'm doing pretty well. I mean, I, I can't say that it's going to be this way in a year. They say after your fourth year, I've only two, I'm only two years in, but they say after four years of doing this, you, it, it can change. So I got to be careful. Uh, holiday parties haven't, haven't been a challenge. I've been so drinking. Far. All right. I, I, but I eat something here and there. I'm good. Uh, 20, 20 years at Z100. Over year. 20. 20 years doing the morning show. Right. But yeah, I started doing afternoons five or six years before that. That's right. Uh, about 5,000 shows in. Is that it? I think so, right? Oh, my God. Feel, feels feels like more? I don't know. I don't know. That's a lot of shows. Uh, much different now? Obviously, you, you interact with listeners in ways you never could you before, know does, does radio change that much? Radio has changed. Of course, you know, going from afternoons where I was told you have a five-second intro, and that's all you have to talk, and now we can just talk as long as we want. Yeah. There's a big change. But here's what I have learned. And had someone told me this back then, I would not have believed it. I had to live it, just like we were talking about with Ariana Grande. I have learned to relax and just not not care. Yeah. And then when I say not care, I, I do care deeply. But I just, 
if if they call from corporate and say, you know, we'd rather you do this or whatever, if they're right, I'll let them have it. If not, I'll fight them on it and say, no, not going to do it. The power of the word no is a fantastic power to have. To be able to be in a, in a place where I guess I am, because I've been here for a long time, to be able to say no to things I don't want to do is great. And I hope and pray everyone gets to that point in their life and career. And that's the part you were just saying about uh, caring about things you should care about and letting yeah. other things go. That that does come with experience. That's, that's, a, that's one of the good things. As you get a little bit older, I love it. you realize that. I love it because, you know, if you ever feel trapped, and look, there are people out there busting their butts because they have kids and have a, have a family they have, to, they have to feed and they have to do two or three jobs to make ends meet. I, I know that, you know, when you're in that position, it's hard to pick and choose what you can or cannot do that day. I get that and I appreciate that. Uh, if ever you can come to a point in your life where you don't feel trapped, then you are free to do better work. If you do have two or three jobs you have to do, and you do have a family waiting for you when you get home, if you can find a way to do that without feeling trapped, actually enjoying those jobs, actually loving that family as tired as you may be, feeling trapped is your enemy, but feeling empowered is is everything. It is. Going back to what you said about uh, playing uh, three songs an hour, mm-hmm. do you are, are you actually a a fan of current top forty music? What do you what do you listen to? I become a fan first and foremost because we meet these artists, and you you that's what kind of hooks me in a little bit. Yeah, because I get to know them. I don't look. We're not best friends or anything, but I get to know them a little bit and what they're all about when the mics are on and with the mics off. But no, I think I think the current state of CHR. Of hit music is, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. What do you listen to? I know you you don't want to mention someone because you won't mention someone else. But but who are some artists you like? Well, I got to tell you, (laughs) we're a little over a year in. I thought the Justin Bieber album was great. I think it was well produced. I think his voice quality is fantastic. I think the lyrics that they brought in for him are just incredible. And people may look at me like, what are you talking about? I don't care. Crucify me. I I think it's good music. I think, uh, God, Chainsmokers are fantastic. I think Charlie Puth is an amazing musician. I think uh, Alessia Cara is so true to herself. She is pure her. You're hearing such an honesty there. Plus, I listen to jazz. I listen to old R and B. I listen to I listen to everything. What'd you grow up with musically? Uh, oh well, I, you know R and B music with a more urban slant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, back then you had stylistics, you had Gladys Knight and the Pips, you had Prince, and moving on to Prince, and that influence. Yeah, that's sort of my, my foundation. Um, last year was good for you, Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was awesome. Inducted. Was that, was that I never of, knew there was a Radio Hall of Fame until they called, and now I, I, then I look at all the people who are in there, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's... Was that one of those moments where, okay, I guess I've done pretty well. I looked it up, and, and I realized I'm in company with, you know, some major major people and i i think maybe i said this to you before i'll say it again if i wasn't me looking at what i'm doing i think i'd be pretty impressed but when you're doing it you're like eh, it's another day you know it's like it's it's not that impressive to me well that kind of goes back to your your thinking of just don't don't sweat things you don't need to just do do what you're gonna do i guess that's it but no 2016 was a fantastic year for you 
It was for me. For you. Yeah, <laughs> okay, for you know, I have many friends who say they hated 2016. Right. And I, I, I'm like, hey, well, let's work together and give you a great 2017. We'll, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it together. All right. One thing that's going to be good for you is you are in the class of 2017 of getting a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. How cool is that? I think it's very cool. Right? But did you know, I mean, almost anyone can go out and buy one of those things? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Levine hates when I say that. <laughs> You didn't have well, to do no. anything? No, no. actually, that is not true. an open spot on the side? That is not true. Just because you know, there's an open spot in front of the Subway uh, sandwich <laughs> shop in, in in Hollywood doesn't mean that. No, they do have a committee that goes through and they weigh the they weigh the, the ups and downs with every applicant. But someone applied on my behalf. Someone paid the money on my behalf. I didn't pay for it. Okay. But they said, yes, there are many people who were turned down. So with that, I feel great. But to be able to walk down... The sidewalk in Hollywood, and see a star with my name on there will be will be really cool. Do you get uh, to pick? Get to pick where it goes. N- well, you know who, they who, asked who, me who you're between. I don't know. If, I don't think you can choose. But it's my hope and dream. It's in front of the most dilapidated building in Hollywood. And I'll tell you why. Because it's kind of fun and saucy. But that's going to be the first building that they rehab if 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 they go in to clean up Hollywood. <laughs> I'll be in front of a you know a Dunkin' Donuts when they rehab it. It'll be fabulous. You're, you're gonna you're gonna be polishing. You're gonna make special trips to to polish it once a month. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I, I, yes. I'm, I'll polish it. I will lay down on that dirty sidewalk with all sorts of human <laughs> remains <laughs> coating on there, and I will take a picture with it. Should, shouldn't New York have one? Wouldn't that be something? Well, you know, we do have the uh, the Canyon of Heroes on Lower Broadway. Everyone right. who's received a ticker tape parade has their own thing. Does, does Broadway have Broadway stars? I don't think they do. Maybe we just maybe we're onto something. You can we, start it in New York. We name sandwiches after stars. Go no, to a deli, get a sandwich named after there, you. There's no, there's no uh, Elvis sandwich. There, there was an Elvis Duran par, uh, chicken parm dish yeah. at a, my favorite restaurant in Staten Island, but it's no longer open. Business wasn't wasn't good. No, I guess for, not. For I don't sandwich. know about that, but the chicken parm was damn delicious. <laughs> uh, your future beyond 2017, uh, Scott Shannon across town. Yes, I'm going to be Scott Shannon. He's he's almost 70. Matt Siegel at Kiss 108. I yeah. Their counterpart is, I think, 66. And these these two guys are still extremely successful. Right. They're, they're doing it. Are you are you looking that far down the road? You still see no. Doing this I, I can't. You know, I try. I try that five-year plan thing, that 10-year plan thing. I just... I can't do it. I'll tell you why. Things change so fast. I wasn't really doing any TV hits five years ago, but now I am. Right. I never would have planned to do TV. I never wanted to do TV. I was kind of forced to do it. Um, and now I love doing it as a hobby, you know? But maybe I'll have a TV show one day. I don't know. Um, technology is changing. The delivery system of content is changing. Right. The systems are changing constantly. So I, I can sit here and tell you what I may want to do in five years, but I, I really don't think about it. It's just I'm kind of driving down the highway, and the road signs tell us when to exit or, or when to go to a new highway. We always say we're, we're kind of in the wild west of what media is right now. We really so are. The music industry, same thing. It's all it's all just kind of content, as you just said. Look at Billboard magazine. This, this, and I'm glad Billboard still has the actual pages right. to zip through and look at the big, pretty pictures and everything. But Billboard Online is a huge, huge uh, living thing as well, you know, it's all evolving. So saying what I'm going to do in one to five years, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know if I want to know. I think the mystery of it all, the fog of it all, is sort of the interesting thing. It's a, it's a good point. The fun of the fun of not knowing. The fun of being oblivious. <laughs> I do it every day. 
Uh, and more Artist of the Month uh, segments coming up at the Today Show. People may not realize you've you've kind of in some ways discovered uh, or helped discover Alessia Cara, Dea, other other stars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, my friend Stephen Levine first set this up four years ago, and they gave us 40 seconds. Here, have them sing the song and get the hell out. And now we have two long segments with uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda, and we love going back several times a month now. It's not even of the month anymore. It's several times a month. Right. Yeah. Who's, who's going to be big in 2017? I don't know. I don't know. My crystal ball is not plugged in today. <laughs> I don't know. Look, some of the some of the people we had on who I thought were going to be huge were are still kind of simmering on the back burner, and some we had on that I thought were okay are actually doing really well. Right. We'll not name names, but I'm happy for all of them. Talent generally wins out, right? They yeah, talent generally does win out, but sometimes it's a timing thing. Sometimes it's a management thing. There's so many factors that go together to build that big talent monster. Does does being nice play into it as well? Like when artists come in, does it does it make you? It must obviously make you root for them more when they're nice. But yeah. are, are most artists nice? Are most people in this business? Nice? Yes, by far, most artists are nice, good-hearted, great people. Now, when you're first starting out, you even if you're not a nice person, you better pretend to be nice because if you're just starting out and you come in and you're you're not nice, then no one's going to be rooting for you. Right. But once you get hooked, once you become a, a a huge a huge success, then that's when we see the split. Sometimes people aren't as nice, but most people generally are. They're great people and they're fun to work with. New Year's resolution, Elvis? I haven't thought of it. Yeah. I've never really had one. And I, I don't know. I think this year I may have one. I'm going to think about that. All right. I'll we, get back to you. All right. I, I think I, I think we could assume it would be something along the lines of uh, be good to each other. That's kind of your overall message. Everyone everyone being nice. And maybe maybe now more than ever, that's something to remember. It's definitely something we all need. And I think that we learn more about ourselves when we are learning more about other people. I think that's, that's kind of key. Thank you so much, Elvis. Honored to have you on. Always a pleasure, Gary. Thanks for coming in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.